Hello and welcome to another episode of Inside the Drinker's Studio. I'm here with Michelle and Juan at the Black Orchid Lounge. Howdy. And we are here with David Nino Rodriguez. All right. And so, David, there's, there's a lot about you I have to say here. So you, are, you have written a book. You have spoken about anti-bullying. You were a boxer for a while. Undefeated. Undefeated That's heavyweight. That's here. And you are an El Paso native. Yeah. Did I miss anything there? No, you hit it all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. so that's it for our show. <laughs> well, and, uh, thank you, and God bless. See you later. Yeah, so what we've got here uh, in my hands, I'm holding When the Lights Go Out, mm-hmm. from Survivor to Champion, David Now Lee I'm is. curious. I'm, I'm already done with my Chelsea book, so I can start this Yeah, one. I think this is a good one to move on to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm not bragging. But it's a damn good book. <laughs> number one on BuzzFeed, number one on The Culturalist. Nice. I okay. beat out Tim Tebow on The Culturalist. Uh-huh. That's nice. number one. So it's good. And on the Red Book, is in the top 17. Wow. And we're lucky okay. enough to have him on the podcast and yes, share him are. with you. Thanks, thanks to Farron. Yeah, thank you, Farron Franzak. And she'll be coming in here. Yeah. yeah she, the babe. She was called babe. The babe. Total babe. <laughs> in our comments. So, anyways. Um, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Let's get personal here before we, we start with the other stuff. Uh, well, so. like in the book, uh, mm-hmm. I basically, I, I, you know, I grew up on the east side of El Paso. I was bullied as a kid severely. Like, I was oh, severely awesome. bullied. And I got beat up by a girl on what? the playground. By a girl on the playground. Oh. First time I ever got my ass kicked. But okay. you're a big guy, man. I know. Well, not when I was five years old. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, how? How did that happen? <laughs> not when I was five. I mean, yeah. But uh, she was a lot bigger than me. She was overweight. She was a big girl. Oh. Uh, about five years older. Uh, but no, but yeah, she beat the crap out of me. And I, I write about that. And then uh, mm-hmm. basically, uh, my dad took me to the boxing gym and I started learning how to box. Mm-hmm. And I just had a real turbulent and rough. Uh, Adolescence, you know, I was always in trouble. I was always getting arrested. I was always, always uh, ditching school, you know, hanging with the wrong crowd, uh, in and out of jail. I mean, it was a, it was a really turbulent mm-hmm. uh, time for me. And boxing saved me. And basically, I was the only place that took me in. The, the, the football coach, or mm-hmm. the, you know, I couldn't go to football practice because I was the one that making the grades. Yeah. And so the only place that took me in was a boxing gym. So that took me in okay. with open arms. And before you know it, I, I started fighting and winning trophies and knocking everybody out. And the next thing you know, I was just uh, a phenom in this area. And yeah. my first amateur fight, I knocked out the junior Olympic champion. Mm-hmm. Wow. He had like 300 fights and knocked him out. And then, make long, long story there. short, 20 years old, I turned pro. And then I just go undefeated to 36-0. and 0 And then you know, almost had my life taken from me. And then... Yeah. That's the book in a nutshell. We will we'll, we'll read it. Yeah, that obviously. sounds really interesting. Yes, we're going to have to share it. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll link to the, what is yeah. it, on Amazon? Is that the best place to it's get it? It's on Amazon, and we're okay. going on Barnes & Noble, too. Awesome. Oh, cool. I'm going to deal with Barnes & Noble now, so. Awesome. So it's pretty cool. So look for that in Amazon and at Barnes & Noble. Yeah. So did you ever go back to that girl and told her? I never saw her again. No? <laughs> you know what? My sisters, <laughs> my sisters like, came to my, my saving grace, uh-huh. and they, like, they really, uh, like, they followed me to the park, and they saw that, basically, that she was picking on me, because I kept coming home with a bloody nose, a black eye, and, like, yeah. things like that, and they were like, and I kept saying, I fell off the swing set, oh, I fell off the merry-go-round. And you know how brutal the playgrounds used to be back in those days? Yeah. <laughs> so it was almost believable. Somehow we survived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow we survived. I survived the playground. Yeah. But then uh, they followed me there, and they saw, you know, that 
I was getting my, my ass whooped by uh-huh. a girl, you know, and, and it was pretty humiliating for me. It was very humiliating, and yeah. basically, you know, my sister stuck up for me and put her in her place, and then the next thing I know, I go home, and my dad takes me to the box. To the box. That was it. That was all she wrote. Cool. That was it. Wow. I felt like I was being, like, punished. <laughs> Punished because he took you to the... Punished because I was getting beat up and then I was oh, getting okay. punished for... Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like, now I have to go to the boxing gym and learn how to fight, you know? So <laughs> that's the way they handled it. Uh-huh. You never know. You I never mean, know how it turned works. out pretty well, I think. Blessing yeah. in disguise. Blessing in disguise. There you go. Uh, looking back <laughs> on it, you know, I wouldn't change a lot of things, but like I said before, if I could have, like, picked a different mm-hmm. outlet, I would have picked... Golf or tennis. Golf or, or tennis. Something like that. No, I mean, work. I'm sure we're going to have a tennis player or golf. Don't take it personally, but those are for pussies. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, oh, yeah, because <laughs> you want to hide behind a racket. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, so we're being, we're Facebook Live right now as well. Yeah, so. on my Facebook Live. Hey, so. Yeah. So we're talking Facebook. to Hopefully David's we'll, fans. Hopefully we'll, we'll reach some people out there too. And, yeah. and your personal assistant, Dave, is saying that you're starting another sport. What's this other sport? Tranny T-ball. Tranny T-ball. Tranny T-ball. This is a joke I made it up, dude. Actually, I would pay to see that. I'm like, that sounds Ball slang everywhere. I was like, yeah, you know, fuck. I go, how funny would that be? I don't know. Watching them run around with skirts and the balls hanging out. I don't know. It would be kind of funny. Yeah. That so, sounds sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. So let's get a little bit happen. deep. All right, now is the question. What happened? With the, my throat? Yeah. Uh, all right, well. You said I that I could have. I, I could have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's get right into it. Let's, let's get right into it. Because yeah, obviously you got a lot of attention for that. And, you know, it was well, a big event in your life. Okay. So. Joe Bortel yeah. says that the fight is in you, Dave. I was walking. <laughs> oh, so we're getting comments already. That's awesome. Cool. Hi. I was walking. Oh, yeah. Underdog fight gear. You got it. Uh, I was walking out of a bar. Uh, I was a, uh, that's how they all start, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was basically, uh, it was after my sixth championship, and uh, I was in the top ten, and I was basically waiting for an offer from Klitschko. Mm-hmm. We were very close to the fight. Like, it was, uh, Klitschko was the reigning heavyweight champion of the time, and he still is. Yeah. And we were uh, getting ready to, uh, we were in negotiations. We were right there. I mean, we were at the brink. And uh, I won my sixth heavyweight championship fight, and I was cocky, arrogant, just, you yeah. know, the typical fighter. Yeah. And um, I'm in a bar having a good time, and, and, you know, drinks are flowing, laughs are going, we're having a good time, women are everywhere, we're having a great time, and this one girl keeps coming up to me, and I was making out with her, and then she'd walk off. Uh-huh. I'm going to be completely blunt and frank on, on all this. Okay? Do yeah, it. yeah, yeah, Do go it. for okay. it, go for it. So then, she keeps coming up to me, sitting on my lap, I'm making out with her, she keeps walking off, and going to some other guys in the distance, some... Some black guys that were in the corner. Uh, they keep looking at me, and I'm looking at them. I'm like, whatever. I don't even care. Uh-huh. So I'm getting up, and I'm getting ready. My, leave, my friends come back in, and they go, hey, we're leaving. We're taking off. And I'm already a slurring, stupid idiot. And I'm <laughs> stumbling everywhere. And and she's like, she's like, she comes running back up to me. She goes, no, no, don't leave. And she puts her arms around me. I'm like, no, get off me. You're with those guys. Get off. And they're looking at me, and they're saying, they're, they're saying things under their breath. And I'm like looking at them like, what? Confrontation breaks out, okay? Uh-huh. Bouncers come and kick them out. Okay. So they get thrown out. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> I'm leaving anyway, so something's going to happen. Yeah. So I leave, and as I'm walking out, I don't see him anywhere. And at this point, I'm hammered. 
I'm, uh -oh. you know, and that's my own, I'm going to be honest. This is complete honesty. You asked, so. Yeah, thank you. So I'm, com so I'm stumbling around and, and I'm like, you know, man, I tell my friends, I go, dude, I just want to go home. And I'm like, I'm out of here, man. I just, I don't have good vibes. I don't feel right. I got to get the hell out of here. So I'm walking and I'm walking. I mean, this is in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh -huh. So I'm leaving and I'm, <clears> as I'm walking, I all of a sudden start hearing like footsteps behind me. Right. And I'm like, uh, what the uh -oh. hell? You know, no, it's, it's this not doesn't good. feel right. Yeah. This doesn't feel right. And right. Then I look behind me and sure enough, it's all these guys, right? And I look at them and, you know, like in a, like a rolling film, like a movie, everything's just going, 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 going. Yeah. Well, one comes on this side of me and when he comes on the right side of me and he's right here, I'm looking at him. There was like a flashing light, and then, then everything just starts becoming pictures. Like I just remember a flashing light. Okay. And as I looked, I saw in my peripheral vision a shiny, like a shiny object. Like, yeah. And right when I looked, he was like, boom, and then, and then a rip up, wow. and then my whole throat oh my falls God. off. That is insane. And I remember looking down at the cement, and all my, all my shit is flying all over oh the cement. God. And I'm trying to catch it with my hands because I didn't, I was panicking. Right. Like, what the hell is right. happening? Right. Like, my yeah. throat was cut open. Right. And it wasn't like a cut. It was like this whole just, thing was yeah. off. Just wide open. My whole throat was off. So my friend comes running around like, hey, what? He was like confused. Like, what's going on? And then I see him do this. Uh -oh. And then they start stabbing him. Oh, shit. Oh, oh my God. In the back? Just In his arms. He started getting okay. in his arms. Okay. So then, then there's screams and yells everywhere. And <gasps> at that point, uh, when there's a lot of... I just remember all the screaming. And then I fell on the ground. And I, I caught myself on the ground because I'm, I'm already bleeding out. Right. Bad. Right. I'm getting really lightheaded. I can't catch my blood anymore. Mm -hmm. And I just see a pair of high heels come running up to me. And she takes off her scarf. And I don't remember what she looked like. And yeah. she ties her scarf around my face and brings up my neck. And then ties a knot oh. wow. on the scarf. Yeah. And she brings up my neck. So she's, she kind of stops it from bleeding. Wow. Uh -huh. um, next thing I know after that, like everything just blacked out. And then I'm in the ambulance and the paramedics are full of blood. They're oh, dropping Jesus. shit. They're picking up their syringes. They're dropping it. They're telling me to stay awake. Wow. I can't hear anything anymore. Everything starts going like... Whoa. Just out. So pretty much a blur. And, and then like all of a sudden... But they were wearing white. I remember this. They were wearing white and they were all red. Oh, sure. Man. They had all my blood on them. Oh, man. And the next thing I know, they, uh, I, I drop out. And then yeah. I woke up like two and a half days later like what not knowing heck? anything... And then yeah. everything that I'm telling you now is just what... What you've been what told. You... No, well, I kind of remember flashes, man. <laughs> yeah. but, but I'm sure if I went through some, like, hypnotherapy or something, I, I don't want to. I was going to tell you, I don't, I don't want, have you tried a regression I'm a happier, or no, nothing I'm a happier like that? person That's not knowing. Because, okay, then I find thing. out who they are, I remember them, and then what? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're not found. And then with the best, the best part about all this, or the worst part, is that the cops, man kept telling me they had film mm -hmm. and then they didn't oh. and then they had film and then they didn't and then they lost it and then they never had it and then what? I was like man wow. you guys are pieces of shit man I know what's going on here like well you don't really want the attention you're a professional boxer uh, you're a lethal weapon uh, I'm on what I'm like to a knife bro I'm like, you're a lethal on, this guy weapon I'm a, I was drunk I couldn't have beat up a 10 year old you know what I mean like, oh, that's insane and, and, uh, oh. no justice and it was just like and honestly, it scared me off. I didn't want the attention. I was, I was, not. it was just, it was too much, man. Yeah. It was like, yeah. 
I felt like I was being criminalized. Right. Like yeah. I was the one because they started using the political correctness because I said the N word. I was like, yeah, well, I was pissed off, dude. Yeah. I was like, I was mad. I, I'm not gonna be like, oh, hey, I'm sorry, black folk. I, I, no, I was fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah. I was fucking mad. Right. Yeah. You know, and I was like, you know, no, I'm not retracting anything. I'm, I'm out. I'm right. like, I'm out of here. Right. And I went into my own shell, and I just, I came back in boxing. At that point, like I said, I was 36 and 0. I came back, but when I came back, I was so angry. Mm-hmm. And you can't box angry like that, man. It's just, no. it's just, Loser you can't cool. play any sport. No, I lost. And I went up against Darnell Wilson on NBC. Mm-hmm. And when I fought Darnell Wilson, um, I was, I was so mad and so angry, and I was fighting him so raw and pissed off that the last 10 seconds of the last round, all I heard was the last, for the last 10 seconds of any round, they go like this. That means the last 10 seconds. Yeah. I heard that. It just went crazy. Boom caught me okay oh and i got knocked out okay and that was it i mean and and that was just the end of my my run dude it was like salt on the wound i was just like i was just never the same okay yeah i don't use it as an excuse but at the same time it's just every fighter's career has to end right you gotta be smart about when to retire. Yeah, it's but kind of like in a Vegas going game. Back you and need then to next know when to leave. I need someone to help me tie my shoes. I gotta count my, my losses. Where they, it's right. like gambling, dude. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. Is. you're on an upswing, and then every fighter, you go on this tremendous upswing, you carry momentum, and then you gotta know when to like, mm-hmm. hey, bro, walk away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do the smart thing. Yeah. So I feel like I did that. You yeah. know, and, and Dude, it's man, hard. Cheers for that. Thank you. Yeah, cheers, because that's very, very tough to do. Thank you. Yeah. So what are you guys drinking over here? Can I get another yeah, one? Yeah, <laughs> So David, oh, had, a, David had a whiskey sour. I'm having a boulevardier. I'm having a three-legged three three lab, lab from, from Carbach. And a Mai Tai. What's a boulevardier? A Mai Tai. I must say I'm very impressed with this place. I love it. I love Thank the, the decor. I love Thank the atmosphere. The Black nice. Orchid Lounge. Black Orchid Lounge. Black Orchid Lounge is nice. Home base for us. So, yeah. This should be the, the nicest place in El Paso. Yeah. It's nice. I like it a lot. It's, it's a great place to be if you're on the west side. Keep coming over yeah. and supporting, yeah. and, and we can be the best. Come check this it out. This is cool. That's <laughs> yeah, really cool. Thank can I get another you. one? Yeah. But I won't get another one. What is that, though? This is a Boulevardier. This is um, actually this is a version of the Negroni Bud with whiskey, actually. So it's that? Campari, uh, Supermouth, and uh, bourbon. Can I get that? You want to yeah. get a taste of it? Yeah. Get a little taste. Just it's quite a, the bitter, sweet side. Uh-huh. So that's something you know. No, I'll take mine. See? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's bittersweet. So oh, I'm glad you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just Alex is a good bartender, so gotta be careful. Oh, that's Cause, good. Because yeah, he makes good drinks. Yes, so. he does. Anyways, shout um, out to Alex. We have to get back on the podcast. Yeah, and Zach and everybody else. So, anyways. No, but I like your all's concept. <clears throat> I like this. It's pretty cool. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. It's really cool. It. Yeah, we covered on it with with Farron. It's yeah, influenced Farron by Chicago. Here. We've had several people here. This is home base. This is where we yeah. you know talk about Dave, drinks. Let me see it. And <laughs> oh yeah, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Yes. Hi. A ver. Yo <laughs> también. He wants to be on it. All right, but we're, I think we're gonna start with our little questionnaire that we okay. do here. Pick your brain. What historical figure would you like to have a drink with? What drink would it be and why? Here we go. We <laughs> I mean, anybody who doesn't say right? Jesus Christ is just... <laughs> well, you can say Gene Caviezel. <laughs> I mean, I did have one of him. He's had some. <laughs> you know what's the weirdest thing about it? When I met him... Uh-huh. Okay, this is a weird little story about this. Go for it. I met him in San Clemente, California. Uh-huh. 
And uh, we were at, um, oh, this is crazy. <laughs> I was meeting a, uh, a sports agent in Sacramento, California, and he, was, he represented like surfers and things like that, uh, or people like that, personalities like that. Uh-huh. And uh, we, uh, I met him there, and he was, hey, I'm bringing my friend uh, Jim. And I'm like, uh, okay, cool. <laughs> and he, he comes walking into the restaurant, and I'm sitting, and it's, it's lit like this, a little dimmer. Uh-huh. And, uh, and we're sitting there like, talking and he comes walking in his name was tony he comes walking he sits there and then jim sits right across from me and i'm like i'm looking at jim and i'm like god i know this guy I don't know <laughs> you I know have no guy. idea who he yeah, was, I was just like, god, like I know just this familiar face and then um we're talking a little bit and i'm like i'm like dude where do i where do i fucking know you from man uh-huh. and he's like he starts he starts laughing a little bit like chucking chuckling a little bit and i'm like okay like yeah. And I'm like, oh man. I was like, you're the guy that played Jesus. Oh, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. actually said that. So check this out. So we're all having like, we're all having like dinner and everything. And the next thing you know, like, our plates get cleared away, and the, the lighting is real dim. Okay, so uh-huh. the, the plates get cleared away, and there's a loaf of bread on the table, oh, and man. we all have a glass of red wine. Oh, <laughs> and I go, well, I guess this is the Last Supper, huh, buddy. And he was like. Aww. He was like What's up, Farron? Farron's here. Farron's here. Hi. Taking a, taking a break from the news. We are? No, no way. I'm so glad I was just on Facebook Live. Hey, look at yeah. you. I know. I'm, I'm on my break right now. She's on her break from on giving the news. What, did you, what cool. did you get to drink? Uh, whiskey whiskey sour. sour. Oh. Yeah. And Alex is working on something else. He's something working on else. Some, yeah. something Surprise. else. Oh, he's going to make something else for him. No, I don't know. I think he's going to make the same. Oh, okay. What? I don't know. Like, Hey, you know, we got to get so him drinking. So, so we, we're talking about the historical figure. And then he said Jesus Christ, and then he mentioned Jim Caviezel. I mean, okay, like, okay. <laughs> she said, what did you, did you say? I said Freddie Mercury. Freddie yeah. Mercury, all right. Okay, so, so okay. I'm just okay. saying, like, out of curiosity, like, okay. There you go, Wouldn't you want to know, who, like, I mean, wouldn't anybody want to meet that man, Jesus Christ? Because yeah. wouldn't you want to yeah. see who altered time, like, BC, like, AD, yeah. who yeah. the guy really was. Changed history. Like, hey, dude, like, heaven, huh? Well, maybe not you, but are we all going to meet him in heaven? <laughs> <laughs> if, <laughs> we, <laughs> if we go to heaven. Speak if. for yourself. I don't know. I may never meet the guy, so if I get a chance, why not? <laughs> right now, I don't know if I'm going to go there. I've been spared, but I don't know for what. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. With Trump in office, I don't know if we're going to go to heaven. Uh-oh, here we go. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. No, no, no. Okay, well, what would you drink with Jesus? Aside from wine. I would drink water and tell him to turn it into wine. <laughs> Jesus, let's Here's see. a gallon of water. Okay, <laughs> turn this into something. Just turn Make it. Make me something. Whatever. Okay. Cool. I think that's a pretty So what would you? Yeah, yeah, what would you want to talk to Jesus about? Like, just yeah. get to know him as a person? Well, yeah. I mean, wouldn't everyone have questions about this guy? Like, like, wouldn't you want to meet the most historical figure ever? How was your chance? Right. I mean, yeah. yeah. Seriously, like, you have you brought a lot of peace, but you've also caused a lot of wars. <laughs> so I would like to know who how do you this feel man about really that? Is, right. <laughs> just go when, and be like, what the fuck, man. I mean, I could say Socrates seriously. and people right. like that, but yeah. but but I mean, yeah. There's nobody that matches Jesus Christ, right? I, I haven't mean, started war for Greek philosophers, so no. I mean, I mean, this I man was I like. Know. I just think it would be the most interesting. I, the most interesting he, man he in the world. Yeah. <laughs> he changed the world. I mean, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Good he changed the timeline. I mean, yeah. 
Yeah. AC, AD. I mean, come on. Good answer. AC, you know, it's like... <laughs> AD, BC. Whatever. Yeah, I got it all confused the last time on the podcast. After the podcast, Michelle was like, ah, so which one is AC and BC? AC, DC. I know. Great group. Four, what? No. Well, okay. That's a fair question. Great band. Well, if you were to die, which you almost did, what beer, wine, or spirit would you like to come back as? Come back as? Yeah. Mm. Beer, wine, or spirit? It could be a bottle of scotch. Yeah. Nice. You need a beer. You could be that a water that Jack was turned into wine. I know wine. they won't finish me off too quick. There you go. Bottle of Jack. <laughs> 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 a bottle of Jack. I mean, there are some YouTube videos of dudes chugging that shit. But <laughs> I, know they're, I know they're dying. <laughs> yeah, I know if anybody tried to chug me, I'd fucking kill him. There you go. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. Fighting to the end, exactly. even after the end. Bottle of Jack. Bottle of Jack. There's only if, you know because people can either you're gonna get used up at a party and shots, or you're gonna be consumed slowly by somebody, and it's gonna be painful. Yeah. <laughs> you can be mixed with coke. Yeah. Spirits <laughs> are Is that a joke? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, with yeah, Coca-Cola, <laughs> Dun, dun. <laughs> I think we just went too far. Hey, you Michelle. said it. You said it. Yeah, I said it. Who thinks of these questions? Um, we we, did. we thought them oh. a while back. <laughs> like a while right. back. We keep adding more. Drunken I mean. night, and sometimes good questions pop up in our podcasts. And I got them from my Vanity Fair magazines. In you the got them from Chelsea lately or something? No, they actually do have a questionnaire similar to this on Vanity oh, Fair. No. Yeah. So we just modify them to drinking. <laughs> to be compatible with drinking. I'm surprised we're not playing drinking games. No. One day we should do that. That's, that's a good idea that's for a, a podcast. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest. But we need to be in a safe place. This is a safe place. Oh, it's a very safe place. I feel well. Bars I don't know. Are Alex might kick us out. Take it from me. Bars are always safe. <laughs> we try. We try to keep it safe <laughs> over here. Safe. As much as we can. Yeah. So. All right. So let's, let's talk about the book some more. So would you say that that... You know, like retiring from boxing is like really what started you on this path to like you know writing your story down and. Uh, dude, retiring has been brutal. Okay. Yeah. You no, know, because boxing. You know, you have all this adulation and glory, and I'm traveling everywhere, and I'm training, and I'm fighting, and you got this high. That adrenaline, yeah. Yeah, it's been it was awesome, but it was super stressful. Well, it's nice to be out of that life, and not have the stress, not have. Mm-hmm. You know, but minus sure. the stress, you also don't have the adulation, you right. don't have the glory anymore. So I don't have that feeling of victory and right. like being held on that pedestal and right. like, you know all the. Glory. So you lost the, the the downs, but you also lost the the highs. The ups, yeah. yeah. So yeah. like this 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 life that used to be up and down, up and down. That's what I was used to. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was all of a sudden just this Steady. fucking boring <laughs> like and I'm like, oh, dude, what do I do, man? It's like, and I'm getting used to it, and that's what I'm scared <clears> of. <throat> Okay. You know, I am getting, I'm adapting to it, but at the same time, it's like, gosh, man, I'll be honest, like, there's a lot about boxing I miss. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot about it. Yeah. It was very high adrenaline, high octane throttle, high foot on the gas, on the throttle, full mm-hmm. speed ahead. It was an amazing, crazy career, and then it just comes to a halt. And right. it's like, how do you adapt? Right. You yeah. know, how do you how go do back you, to normal? How do you do that? Like, yeah. I, I'm still trying to figure that out, I'll be honest with you. And it's hard. It's not easy. It's very hard. It's like, um, yeah, it's a lot more peaceful, a lot less stress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. But I mean, from the sound of it, it sounds like you're doing some good. I mean, you're going on, like, you're, you're doing motivational speaking with anti-bullying. 
I mean, it doesn't sound like you've just stopped, you know? Like, you're uh, still doing a lot. Like, people, I, I bet there's people out there who wish they could be, oh, be doing no. this. <laughs> you know? Uh, I did that because I felt like I had, I, I'll be honest with you, I only did that because I felt like I had to give payback okay. for sparing my life. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. like, like, so since I didn't die, I felt like someone was in charge of that, not me, because... Right. You know, I was out. Dude. Yeah. So, I Did mean, you ever find out who the lady with the scarf was? No. Oh. No. Yeah. Maybe bad. you can ask Jesus that. I mean, yeah. That's, yeah. that's a good question. <laughs> it's one of those things, like, you know. So, who I, was that girl? Yeah, sometimes, like, you have these angels that are not necessarily angels. It can be anyone or I believe any. Angels, yeah, yeah, and, and I suddenly no, no. you get something like that, and it's like, ah. Uh, yeah, that lady was an angel. Yeah. That, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't, I mean, I have no answers for that. I wish I did. But. All I can say is that for whatever reason I was spared, I wasn't my time at that time. It could be my time tomorrow. I don't know, but mm -hmm. I'm just saying like, and I'm not saying oh I had this grand purpose or anything like that. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying it wasn't my time at that point. Yeah, and it should have been. Believe me. Yeah, that sounds intense. And the craziest yeah. thing about it is, which I also talk about in the book, <clears> is that <throat> I died twice in a year, dude. I overdosed. Wow. What? I overdosed in February. <gasps> I was out partying with my friends. I was drinking. I was taking painkillers. I was oh, taking man. Adderall, and oh, then I took GHB, and that shit put okay. me out. And uh -oh. I went into cardiac arrest, and they had to they had to bring me back with a defibrillator. Wow. I was I was breathing on a ventilating machine. Wow. And uh, that was the first time. And this all happened twice in a year. So I knew something. By the second time, obviously, I knew something was seriously wrong with me. I was like, dude. Yeah, I'm looking for an escape this. or something. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm looking for a way out. Like, there's something that's yeah. wrong here. Right. And I'm not. I need to figure this out. Like, it's me. Like, I knew it was me. Right. Mm -hmm. So, whether it was the stress of boxing or what it was, I don't know. But I knew that maybe I was looking for an escape. Yeah. And I talk about that in the book because it, really the book is not about boxing. So, to take that out of the book. The box was boxing is only it's like my the out background. It's just it was just my outlet okay. from mm -hmm. the condition from the issues that I had going on in my head. Right. And the things that I had going on in my life was boxing. I had to use boxing to get rid of it. Right. Mm -hmm. But really, it's, a, it's, a, it's really a, a, and I really use this, and I don't use this loosely, I mean this in every sense of the word, it's a spiritual journey. Right. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's a spiritual journey finding out who you are. Throughout the book, I'm still trying to find out, I'm still, I'm, throughout the book, I'm finding out who I am. Mm -hmm. And i very descriptive in the, in, the, in the writing of the book, and I think that people, when they read it, they see how descriptive I am, and they put themselves in it, and they say, Believe me, this is my first book, and I'm getting rave reviews on it. Like, I, I'm i very surprised I was able to, to come up with this. You know, I was really able cool. to actually write this, and I only did it out of, like, therapy. It was, therapy, right. it mm -hmm. was cathartic. I wrote this when I was on my – I was having surgery, and I – you just and I was started. Like, I, I knew the boxing was over. It was yeah. all done. I was like, man, I got I to gotta dump this out. So your did. feelings right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Much. A soul in, in pages. So when you do your mentoring, your motivational speaking, how do you, I mean, what is your method? How do you go about that, especially with children? Well, here's what I learned about kids. Kids can see bullshit from a mile away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, no. And, and, and they're <laughs> real so. keen on that. And yeah. so what I just tried to do was mm -hmm. I just went and told my story. Like, I have a presentation, and I just tell my story, and I try to strike, an, strike a nerve with them. Mm-hmm. And then I'll see them chuckling and like laughing, and then next thing you know, they're like real mesmerized by my story. And I'm just talking about my story, and then I, and then that's it. And I don't try to tell them what to do, how to handle it, because I didn't know how to handle it. I just tell mm -hmm. them look, look for an outlet, whether it's an instrument, whether it's a sport. Take out your frustrations and your anxieties out on that. That's what helped me. 
Mm-hmm. You know, not every kid has the tools to really um, stick up for themselves. Or has some kids are like bullied at school. Some kids are bullied at home. Some kids yeah. some kids go home and get beat up by their parents. Mm-hmm. You know, by their their drunk father. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you don't know what every every kid has a different scenario going on. Mm-hmm. And so for me to tell them that I know exactly what they're going through and this and that is, is complete bullshit. Because every kid has their own uh, circumstances and scenarios that they're they're facing. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I just try to relate to them with my story and, and let them know that, look, hey, I made it through. You can, you can too. too, man. Yeah. You know, so and that's I, really the message of my, my speaking. I think that's, like, what resonates with people is because they don't want to be told, like, oh, I know what you're going through because people, I mean, are going through different things. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. going through something yeah. different, man. I, I hate when people turn around and say, like, I know exactly what you have to do and that just doesn't yeah just because it works for you doesn't mean yeah it doesn't exactly. stick with me I, I so like I to hear I like this is that. what I do this is what <laughs> I do this is you know mm-hmm. my life take whatever works for you, you know? that's exactly yeah. so that's exactly what he said is what I try to do I don't try to tell them how to live their life because I don't know I don't walk in their shoes man. Yeah. they didn't walk in mine I just relay my story and hopefully they can learn from it I mean everyone has a different path man and a different story like I yeah my advice may be good for some but terrible for others Exactly, you know. That's thing. Well. and that's why, like, sometimes when I go hear motivational speakers, uh-huh. I, I can't stand them because they they kind of stress me out. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't really do that. There's only a couple that you I know, like, like, and you know and what I'm saying? Like, yeah, some of them I just can't. stress me out. I'm like, God, dude. Like, yeah. I don't. And usually the ones that I like, it's more like, okay, this is my life, and they stop right there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I hate this the ones my, that yeah. turn around and said like, oh, you have to do this. Yes, because. You know, I like, went to I went to see Tony mm-hmm. Robbins. Uh-huh. And dude, he stressed me out, man. I was like, yeah, I just want to go <laughs> really? home. It seems yeah, like he would stress like me out. I like him too. though. No, he stressed me out. I just wanted to go home. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to go home. And not that like cuz he was making me feel like everything I did was like I inadequate. Like I just had to be like like more, more, yeah, more, 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 and like, oh, dude, like fuck, I want to go smoke a joint. Do delicious. <laughs> you know. Shit. And if you're curious, again, the book we're talking about is "When the Lights Go Out" by David Rodriguez. You can find that on Amazon and soon in Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. All right. Local writer, which yeah. is really yeah, really that's cool. pretty cool. There's a lot in El Paso. Yeah, yeah, we do, do get a lot of people from El Paso. Just how often is your podcast? Our podcast comes out every week, a new every episode week. Okay, every week. Cool. So yeah. we record whenever we can. This do you is have anybody that goes to drinks like I do? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we've had that. A co- we, oh. We've had that. We've had that. We, yeah, the, well, that, oh, that's, that's, that's an egg white, not an egg yolk. Yeah, yeah he's drinking like water. Can I, can, can I get one more? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> All he's right. a boxer, man. Come he's on. a boxer. He's, a, he's an athlete. I mean, look at the size alcohol. of this guy. He, he, he's probably like twice my size. I mean, in my volume. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think you're like standing up straight and like. I, I know. Because <laughs> like, they're, they're, they're doing the life fit. I, I want to look like kind of like. <laughs> Not like a baby next Because your wife is standing, like, sitting right in front of you, so you're like, yeah, baby, I can look like this, too. <laughs> I'm holding my breath. Yeah, the question I have for you, how do I bulk up, man? How do I bulk up? <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys are cheating secrets. <laughs> it's right. okay, honey. I still love you. Put a white in your drinks. <laughs> Drink a lot That's part them. of it. Another yeah. question. So what is your, your biggest extravagance? Like, what do you spend your money on? Food. <laughs> <laughs> I 
honest. Dude, I'm really simple, man. Like, I love taking trips. I love to, like, travel. Every time I would get done with a training camp, I would, like, use a quarter of my money that I won mm-hmm. and take off out of the country. Oh, wow. Nice. I, would, I would leave for, like, a month. That sounds awesome. Ooh, I, would, I would be MIA. Like, gone. <laughs> like, no one could find me. Nice. And I, would I wish I could do that sometimes. Two or three buddies, and we would take off to, like, Costa Rica. Nice. nice. We would go to Panama. We'd go to, let me see. Czech Republic. Oh, nice. Oh, that's Amsterdam. Cool. I went to Amsterdam. I got high for a month. There you nice. go. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I was in Amsterdam. Just I got lost in the train system there. <laughs> and I woke. I did acid, and I was like, I did acid, and I smoked a joint, right? And I was like, well, I was smoking a lot of joints. <laughs> I, remember, I remember I was like, I'll just meet you guys back at the house. Like, but you don't know the address. I was like, I'll yes, I do. You it. told me. I was like, I know it. Just go. And they were like, all right, dude. So I left. And I was like sitting at the bar, and I was like, oh, shit. What was the address? I think I know. I, I remember the town. It was like Eldrick Berg or something. So I get in the, the train and I'm like, uh, something oh, shit, I don't really know. Berg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, that's about right. I get on the train and it's like not stopping. Uh, like, it was the, the express. It was like 3 a.m. And I'm like, oh, dude, where the fuck am I going? So oh, I fell shit. asleep. Oh, shit. The guy, the train guy comes and gets me and he's like, hey, bro, you got to get off. And I was like, <laughs> End of the line. where am I? I knew I was in Holland. But I get off the train and I had no idea. Dude, it was like a little town with like little Dutch people running around with their shoes and like. Wrong like, I didn't know what it was. I looked for every, nobody knew English. Oh One person finally knew English and it was broken English, and they helped me. But it wow. took me like a, I had to get a motel there, and that was hard because oh god, the language nightmare, dude. And then uh, I had to get on my Facebook. Right. To like find my friends and like we're okay, dude. I've lost. I'm like I'm in this little town called. Surinzat or That's something awesome. I remember it was oh, and uh, they were like we were looking we told you that we were going to leave you you should have dropped the acid dude <laughs> and I was like oh no so man so Finally, I got back, but I mean that's part of like taking. I always go off the. You need a good path, trip, you know, yeah, dude. That was I, every time I go on a trip, it's like that. Like this last time, I just went to Costa Rica, and we were. Um, I went with my friend Sean Kelly in Houston and somebody and, and then uh, some 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 of the friends he brought, and literally we went and rented these off roaders, uh-huh. and we took off. They're like, we'll just stay on the beach, and, you know, and you guys will be good, and then we took off, yeah. and we went through the jungle and like took the wrong turn and we went way up in the mountains <laughs> and I was like hey dude I'm gonna use a good idea and we're like duh, 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 <laughs> and we get to the top of the hill and he's like oh shit man I'm like what dude what well the the road we were on turned out to be like it went like narrow and oh, we're no. way the hell up like no. a thousand feet up and we go through this narrow road on each side of us. It's like a thousand foot drop on each side. <laughs> oh, shit. And he's all, just don't look to the sides, man. Just look straight Fuck forward. That. Hold on. I was like, ah. And so, like, that's, that, those are the types of trips I take. Yeah. That's a good extravagance. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's a good extravagance. Uh, you know, so. That's, if you're going to spend that's money. That's in a nutshell. Man. That's, that's an awesome extravagance. Uh, I never go to, like, a resort and just tan. Oh, I don't know. I, I, mean, I go, I go hang out with the locals know. and, like. Even though I'm, climb the mic. I think I did I'm climb getting the mic old because too. right now I'm feeling like you want to go to a resort. Yeah, yeah, because and, and we're do overworked. Nothing. Do that's nothing why. for a month. <laughs> that's that's what I want. like. I, I love the experience, but you know, living the experiences yeah. and all that. But uh, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got another good one if you want one. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, and then we'll move on to our next question. All right, last go story. <laughs> so, yeah, we go to Ensenada in Mexico, mm-hmm. and I'm going with my 
my friend Scott and like my friend Danny and Alan Miller. And Scott, his name is Grady. Well, his nickname is Grady. We go, <laughs> we go to Ensenada and we're all hanging out there. We're partying and everything. And he has a boat there. He has a real nice, like fishing, nice, beautiful, like yacht type fishing boat uh-huh. with a supposedly a good GPS system. <laughs> and, uh, so he's like, he's like, oh, listen, bro, we gotta like, get, we gotta start catching bait fish, man, at two a.m. in the morning. So let's go party. Let's get ourselves some hookers and get back to the boat. So we're all out at the at the, the the bars having fun, and my friend meets a hooker, and he's like. I'm oh. staying with her. And I'm like, have fun with that. She's dude. the one. Yeah, she, yeah. No, not even kidding. He was like, that. really? And we're like, bro, you know she's. You got to pay her later. He's like, no, she likes me, dude. So we're like, we're like all right. So we get on this boat. No man, he likes me. We go, yeah. We go to the we go to the fishing boat and we're out there and we're catching the mackerel off the off the side of the dock. Oh, yummy! And we're we're bringing in these these bait fish. Well, they're each about a, a pound to two pounds each, and wow. those are bait fish for what we're going to get ready to catch. Oh wow! So we're filling up the ice chest with all these fish, and we're just waiting for Danny. But Danny is <laughs> with his hooker, and he's having a good time, whatever he's doing. And so we're like we're like, you know what? Forget this. Let's just roll out. Yeah. Leave Danny. He's going to do his thing. So we get in the boat. We're taking off, and I tell my friend Scott that's riding the boat. I'm like, hey dude, I go, you know what, man? I don't think we should go, bro. Look at the fog. I can't even see my hand. It's like, this is dangerous. Like, I don't think we should do yeah. this. Don't worry, dude. Stop being a pussy. Sit down. I'm like, oh, man. So, so I sit down on the boat, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, and so like, we're taking off now, right? We're riding. We're, like, we're going about 30 miles an hour. We're going out on the boat. Oh, man. And so we're probably about 25, 30 minutes into it, and I get up there, and I, I, I walk up on deck, and I'm looking at him. He's up at the top steering the boat. And, Dude, there's no way you can't can see, see shit. You can't see shit. There's no way I can see. I'm like, how are you doing this? Like, Confident. Got the GPS right here. Oh man. We're going in the right direction. This and that. I'm like, all right, fine. So I go back down into the cabin and I'm laying down. And right when I shut my eyes, right when I close my eyes, I'm getting ready to fall asleep. About 20 minutes later, I just feel the boat go boom and hit something. And then I feel the boat go. Oh no. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Everything in the boat starts sliding off the boat. Oh, oh no. shit. And I was like, holy shit. So I go running up into the cabin. I go running out of the cabin, up to the top of the lake. And he's, my friend's going, get the dinghy, get the dinghy. We're sinking. We're sinking. I'm like, dude, we're in the middle of the fucking ocean. And we're all running around everywhere. And I'm like, what's going on? And everyone's screaming. And then Alan's like, Bleh! He's throwing up everywhere. So Alan's in the process of vomiting all over the boat on the deck. And then Scott's on us to get the dinghy. I'm screaming and crying like a baby. Next thing you know, we see... Do you ever you guys see those? Are you guys familiar with those tuna cages? Yeah. The tuna cages that off the coast of Mexico that they bring in, and they're like plastic tubing that's circular. Uh huh. Like like for farms, for like. Yeah. Oh and my they have god. Like a well, they were bringing those in, and you know they told them at one mile an hour. Oh man. And they were bringing them in, and there was probably a hundred of them all spread out, but they're bringing them in out, out about fifty miles out wow. from the coast. Yeah. But it was illegal the way they were doing it. Oh. So the way we hit this thing was, we hit it, and when we hit it, we jumped over the tuna cage <laughs> and fell inside of it and it knocked so you're just <laughs> you're just surrounded by tuna oh and my shark, God. bro. Oh my shark. God. So like the, the propeller gets knocked off and goes flying out into the ocean. Oh shit. And so now we're like now we're like hanging into the tuna cage like this. And I'm like getting out there and there's like the wells of the sea are coming and we're like Bush. We're getting hit left and right with waves. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm crying and he's like I'm like you're a fucking idiot and we're screaming at him. He's like it's not gonna help us, bro. We just gotta figure out how to get out of here. So next thing you know, we're like, for some reason, we're not moving. So then I figured out, yeah. okay, we're stuck on this tuna cage. Right. So after a few hours, I'm like, look, dude, it looks like we're we're stuck on this. And we're like all slide, like the whole time. 
there's no stability. We're all like this the whole time oh, no. yeah. on the boat, and there's no food, no water. Oh. A day and a half goes by. <laughs> oh my serious? god! A day and a half goes by. The sun goes down, I mean, the sun comes up and goes down, and we have no food and water. And we're just sitting there on the boat like this, and we're in the middle of the ocean. Finally, <laughs> dude, after the next day, about one or two a.m., a little Mexican dude on his boat comes running around. He's, <laughs> he's feeding mackerel to the to the tuna that we were supposed to go out and catch. <laughs> <laughs> and he sees us, he's like, I wait! So he goes off and he goes gets his friends on the wow. other boat. They come back and they get in their scuba gear and all this shit. And they jump into, they jump onto our boat and then they see, they see the problem that's going on and they see that we're not only stuck into their cage, which they're, Pooling illegally, right? Uh-huh. We are a fucking hazard to their fish, right? Right. So we had their t- they we had their net tangled up on our boat and all this shit. So they had to jump into the water in their scuba tanks and <laughs> cut the tanks. And when they came out, they were telling us in Spanish how big the sharks were that were circling our boat because they were the sharks saw all the tuna right. that were swimming in this net right. stuck, dude. <laughs> finally, Somebody needs to make a cartoon out of this, dude. That's awesome. And so that's finally, awesome they turned the boat around they, with the yeah. towboat. Okay. They, tow, they turn our boat around. They they go okay on the count of three. We're gonna hit the gas, oh and then you guys God. are gonna fly out of the tank, out, <laughs> out of the tuna cage, and you guys Seriously, are gonna start. You guys are gonna just glide with us, and we're gonna pull you back to shore, right? <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yes. <laughs> and so they're like, okay, and they're like. And we go, we come out of the cage, and we go, and we just go, with the sharks. Yeah, we jump, the guy with the boat sees us sinking, and we're like, tops up, like the bottom is like this. It's like Titanic. Yeah, and then the guy, little guy at the boat comes running around with his boat, he goes, get in, get in. So we jump into his boat, and we watch our boat just go, go down. senor, The whole time I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm from the desert. Like, what a I, fucked up way to die. I'm like, this is <laughs> fucked up, dude. This is like how I die. So is that when you became a wetback? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that was the beginning. Cheers. That's a really cool Big story. That's in awesome. corner crying, so though. That is That's awesome. awesome. The best is he told, so we're at Christmas, and I'm sitting there with his sister. Uh-huh. And he's talking about his friend. He's like, oh, yeah, like we used to do some crazy stuff back in the day. And we're like, oh, like what? Tells us this story. <laughs> me and, and, my, just me like, and his sister are just like, what? Like, what? <laughs> How are you alive? And why are you still friends with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, you're still friends with this guy? I still know. We don't talk anymore, really. But, I mean, he went his own way. He lives in Australia now. Like, he lives out. He's crazy, dude. This guy lives like aboriginals out in the fucking bush. Oh, wow. Wow. He's crazy. This guy's nuts. He's still one of my best friends. obviously. Yeah, but I don't talk to him as much. But he was an adventurous type of, like. I say that Jesus Christ loves you because you're still alive. Or he finds me as a joke. <laughs> you're entertaining. Well, you as an example definitely, or something, definitely when you're you know? having that drink with Jesus Christ, ask him. Ask like, him. Okay, what's what's so my about destiny? This story, about this shit that happened. Well, right? Give me a round. Because you're fun to fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you have no idea. Like, you don't know how much fun I had with you being alive. No, Jesus. He's like you're an idiot. That's oh, really Jesus. cool. You know, bro, he probably loves you that big time, man. Yeah. <laughs> or not. He's, he's gotta love you some way. You're, you're the ant, and he's just playing with a little yeah, magnifying like, ah, thing. Yeah, I don't want to go to you. I just want to keep him around like a yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs>
man, that's an awesome, awesome. story. Awesome. That, so. that was great. <laughs> <laughs> My and it's a hurts. totally true story. <laughs> a day and a half just out there with Dude, it was and wh- and all we had was water that we were all sharing out of one gallon. What the hell did you not? I mean, I and sandwiches that, that capsized over. The sandwiches went out to the ocean. Obviously, you can't reach down for a tuna because those things oh, are dude, huge. It was so scary. Well, you have no idea. I have some stories to tell about him. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Let's not hear it. <laughs> All right, let's, well, yeah. let's have, we have another question for you. All so right. what is your motto? What, what words do you live by? Oh, man, they've changed throughout the years, to be honest with you, man. I mean, I had different... What is the current one? 2017. You know, honestly, enjoy every moment, man. Because moments are all you got. There you yeah. go. I used to be like, oh, tomorrow, you know, tomorrow, live for tomorrow, like, or live for today, live for tomorrow. Tomorrow may not come, man. I have so many friends that have, like, I'm 39, and I've had friends that have already died, like, already gone. Damn. Yeah. And, and, like, I've had some, like, brushes with death, which has made me more grateful to be alive. Right. Yeah. And just really be thankful <laughs> for what you have, man, because honestly, you know, I have friends that are dirt poor that are having a great time and I have friends that are rich and they're stressed out yeah and it's like what do we all have in common moments yeah we just have the perspective to just the moments that's it dude we all just have like this moment right here is all we got this is all that's real right now because you just have to appreciate it learn to appreciate it yeah because you never know you might you know, be stuck in a boat full of sharks and yeah. shit around. And that is so, now looking back, I even said that on the boat. I was like, dude, one day we're going to be like laughing about this. <laughs> I hope. I hope. I hope. I mean, if if that story. keeps you motivated to live right now, then sure. And then you get the little Mexican guy in the boat like, <laughs> like I wait. Get us all. That's the well, appropriate are reaction. Are you the man? I wait. And it was crazy, too, because we got on the CB, and I was asking for help. I was like, Mayday, 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 help me. They were like, nobody wanted to help us. What? Uh, You you were, like, talking? The U.S. Navy or the U.S. Coast Guard said, oh, you're out of our waters. You're in the Mexican. And you were saying Mayday? Yeah. Mexicans are like, I didn't think Nobody gave a shit. Nobody gave a shit. And we didn't see boats anywhere. We were way out there. This is huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Wow. That's it scary. So that's, that's like, it's like the closest thing we have to space, just being out there alone. Oh, dude, it was so scary, man. You can't survive out so there scary. without a... No, something. Yeah. No, you're, you're gone, dude. Yeah. Imagine, like, okay, Actually, so then what do I do? Actually, space and in the ocean, you can't live out yeah. without oxygen. And then the boat sinks, and then I jump, and then I'm swimming for how long? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Until, like, if not it took even you, Phelps will fucking make it. Yeah, so if done. it took you time to get out there on a boat, like, to swim yeah. back, no way. I'm not gonna. And then, that, yeah. you know what? I think I'd rather... I think I'd rather drown than get eaten by a shark. That'd I think so I'd rather terrifying. get eaten by a shark. I don't want to. You think drown. you'd rather get eaten by a shark? Yeah. Like I. Yeah. Yeah. You, said, yeah, you mentioned. Yeah, that. I just, yeah, just like, bleed I just out. Like, you're done. I, yeah. I actually swim towards the shark. Either. Put my head like, in my I mouth. don't want to die. Period. In my sleep, I'm Michelle, boring like Michelle, that. Michelle, I'm sorry. You're gonna die. I know. You're gonna die eventually. As long as it's not outside in a parking lot naked. Taxes and death. Yeah, and taxes is happening soon. Death maybe soon. Who knows? Taxes. Yeah. I need my taxes back right now. Shit. <laughs> Me too. Oh. Me too. But anyways, so what would you do with a million dollars? And I don't know if tax-free. Yeah. Somehow like taxes. <laughs> put it into real estate. Have you put your money into real yeah. estate already? Then. Yeah. Oh. Here yeah. in El Paso yeah. or somewhere else? Yeah, I have a property here in El Paso. Oh, very nice. Rental so or like commercial or commercial, commercial or oh, nice. commercial. Um, 
Okay. I mean, you can't live. It's not liquid, so you can't live right. as lavish as you want. Right. You know. Yeah. But it's a certain. No, but it's a long-term investment. It's a certain thing. Probably a mean? better investment than stocks right now, to be honest. Oh, I would oh. never put my money in stocks. <laughs> I wouldn't. No, I, fuck that. I like to gamble anyway. <laughs> and I go to the casino and I. But I can risk losing five hundred to a thousand bucks every now and then, and like be like, well, nah, it was fun. Yeah. Not. In st- I'm not gonna put it in stocks. Man. No. Well, yeah. at least you have fun losing it with gambling. Yeah, and yeah. then if you win, it's awesome. If you win, <laughs> yeah. it's awesome. You'll get like those motherfuckers in New York. Somebody else has fun yeah. losing your money. Yeah, yeah, they don't take care but of their money. But the thing is, this too is that for me, <laughs> my 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 thing is is real estate. Like I've learned from my dad, that's the most part. Your best bet is real estate, man. Land mm-hmm. or 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 a, a, <clears throat> cas- a positive cash flow. Yeah. So, yeah. like this guy who owns this shopping center, right? You're all paying him rent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's doing really well. He's a lawyer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Depending <laughs> on what, I, mean, I bet he's doing, yeah, but yeah. I'm sure he's enjoying the real estate a lot more. Yeah. Uh, you just own it and then people pay you. People pay you. I mean, you got you to, you know, you, you have your maintenance, your overhead, stuff like that, but you just raise the rent when it gets too high. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. When your cam charges or when, you, when you're, uh, when your overhead starts to go up, you just raise rent. Hey. Make up for it. You know? Yeah, he, oh. he was getting tired oh. of doing the live. Like, there you go. I'm an expert here. Yeah, there she is. Yeah, because she does this every time she goes on the news. <laughs> Thank you, Farron. At least yeah. twice a day. <laughs> At least twice a day. <laughs> yeah. Cool. That's so, yeah. <laughs> Invest in real estate. I mean, you could get a lot of good real estate with a million dollars. Yeah, but see, the, the, the art of real estate is to use someone else's money. <laughs> <laughs> They're called sharks. That's the art of business, period. That's yeah, right. Shark Tank can get their money. I mean, seriously. Um, yeah. That's how you do it. There you go. That's it's how you do smart. it. We're talk about that. That's okay. cool. Real You've learned a lot. A whole you've, other subject. You've got free, free tips. Enjoy the moment. If you're going to start a business, use someone else's money. Well, let me tell you, the only reason I say enjoy the moment is because... I learned through having my life almost taken from me twice that that's all you got, yeah. dude. That's yeah. it, man. Like, who cares about the future? It really, if you're not have yeah, it, it yeah. simplified everything for me. Like, plan for the future, but like, what happens to you while you? Life happens to you while you're making plans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can make all the plans you want, but you better get ready for the. You better detour. be living. Sharp left turn. Sharp <laughs> turn. That's what happens, dude. I yeah. mean, it's just you sharp know, left, sharp right yeah, into the tuna cage. There you go. You gotta be able to, yeah. You gotta be able to handle that. Yeah. You gotta know that that's gonna happen and be expecting that. You know, so believe me, I know. <laughs> we own a business. Yeah, yeah, it's just the way it is, it man. Is. But I mean, it's just but you, as long as you enjoy, you know, I was. This was told to me when I started boxing, and when I was coming up, I was real frustrated. I was like, "Damn it, I'm only six and zero, seven and zero. I don't know if I'm ever gonna get to like win my first belt or this right. and that." And like, some guy told me he's like, an older fighter told me he's like, "Listen, man, just enjoy the process, enjoy the ride, enjoy yeah. the journey." It's not about you getting there. It's about enjoying every the journey. part. Mm-hmm. Every part of what you're doing is gold, man. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's the journey, dude. It's not like I can look back and be like, man, this didn't work out. That didn't work out. This didn't work out. And I can go on and on and on about it. But the truth is I had a fabulous, amazing journey. There and that's go. where I had to take from it. There's a book, uh, The Peaceful Warrior. Okay. You guys ever read that? I no, never, I've, never. I've seen that's it. A, that's one of my number one favorite books, Peaceful Warrior. You guys have to read that. Okay. The Peaceful Warrior. Right I forgot who the author is, 
Um, but it's an amazing book. It's so mm-hmm. philosophical. And there's so, there's a big gold nugget you can take away from that book. And I tried to include that in my book. Mm-hmm. Um, someone, a big I hope nugget? everyone can take away something nice. from my book. Because it's not, it's basically just a lot of my, it's not so much my triumphs, it's about my failures. Yeah. This book is more about my failures than anything. Because you learn from that. Yeah. More about my failures than most anything, so. And it's just, you know, I don't claim to be better than anybody. Oh, I had this amazing career. No, bro, I'm, I'm, my failures are what made me have that kind of career. My failures are what took me away from that career. You know, so I was, and I'll terms of the word i was a fuck up you know and i made good of it somehow yeah the only way you can get good experience is if you fail in something you know i mean it'd be nice just to be successful like from the beginning but that's not gonna happen like i mean dude when i hear i have some friends that are like inheriting money and trust funds yeah i'm like dude that's sad because honestly you don't really get to know what what it's like yeah You're never going to appreciate it. You're always going to have everything just given to you. And, like, you're never going to understand what it's like to fight for something, man. Yeah. And I have so many friends that that just have everything, man. Buy that nice house, buy the nice car. But they're not, they're they're missing the biggest thing in life. The work. The work. Earning. The understanding of what it's like to be on the bottom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And work your way back up. People like me, I know what it's like to be on the bottom and get back up. And I know what it is to be back on the bottom, get back up. And yeah. right now I'm on the bottom again. I'm trying to get back up. You know what I mean? The struggle, as people the struggle, like to say. The struggle, dude. Yeah. There's beauty in the struggle. Yeah, because it, it shows, I mean, you're showing yourself, like, just how <clears throat> strong you are. Just what you can do. Like, you're expressing your own strength and power. Like, it's yeah. very fulfilling. Instead yeah. of just being given, like, a trust It's hard form. as fuck to do, though. But in the yeah. end, it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me ask you guys this. Would you guys rather, like, be given it all? Your Fuck life no. would be a lot easier, right? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, would but you, you wouldn't be as grateful, exactly. number one. I you wouldn't appreciate it as much. But, there's, but also, suffering suffering gives you that understanding yeah. mm-hmm. that you cannot get if everything's given to you. Yeah. There's a certain understanding or a certain... Uh, a certain la- understand, that suffering gives you a certain language you can speak that makes you more understanding... And empathetic to the world, dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that is worth millions, dude. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like the people who do get everything, they're gonna have their own kind of suffering where they have to like deal with the boredom and the stress of like, you know, they're gonna, they know that their life is not the same as everyone else's. But yeah. at the same time, uh, like it's it's not the same as someone who has had to like really struggle to to get them themselves somewhere in life. Yeah, you know. It's a different kind of struggle. Like you're 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 starting from a different point in life, and then you're learning, you know, how to pull yourself up and how to get up there, and how to be happy and be resourceful. I guess I that's mean, the toughest thing to do. No, I don't think a lot of people are like, hey, are you happy? Like, no, not not everybody's completely happy. You have to go through this shit in order to appreciate well, and then thing, to find real happiness. I agree. That's where you find it. Yeah, it's tough I, as shit, and sometimes if you, just you give me someone that up, if you tell me something like that guy's always happy, then I'll like, be like, he's fuck fucking that, crazy, no. <laughs> he's retarded. That's why. There's times he, when he's really fucking sad. Barney. You know what I mean, dude? It's like the guys. You know, look at the best musicians like yeah. Jimi Hendrix, uh, Nirvana. Yeah. Those yeah. dudes were fucking depressed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some of those guys were the most depressed people on earth. Yeah, and they because made they were so smart. Music, thanks yeah, to that. exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, a person that's always like, "Oh, I love life." It's like, dude, ah, go no, away, it's, it's <laughs> they don't say that. They're just telling it to themselves because yeah. they go back home and they, they just want to be happy. Or your Facebook posts. 
Go on Facebook. Everyone's like, oh, my love. Everything's like, perfect. You're not there when they're arguing and she's like, I cheated on you with your best friend. Like, oh, oh, oh we were just talking about yeah, this yesterday. Know, I mean, seriously. We, we yeah, were going through night. some struggles yeah, and yeah. I tell him, like, you know, I fucking hate social media sometimes because it's like, you have to be happy. You have to show that everything's great. Image. But the yeah, moment that you vent out, the moment that you say, I, "Everyone I, like repels and like, yeah. oh my god, this is this is what's oh my god, really why are you saying those things?" And I'm like, "Dude, but this is like nobody's really that happy ever." Yeah. No, it's yeah. it's a facade. It's yeah, a, it's it an is. image. It's an illusion. And and social media doesn't really help. And I that's hate, why like, I think it's the best thing to do. Like probably not for this podcast. Yeah, you guys <laughs> need social media. But like, I think it's yeah. healthy to be the fuck off yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I've been, I like I've been trying to get away. I'll post something every oh, now and then. But dude. lately, it's like just everything about Trump, obviously. Yeah, it's stressful. Everything yeah, about stressful. like just stressful shit. Then I this just get in a bad right now mood. Is so stressful. And like, <laughs> this yeah, whole world is to, so stressful. I have to More look forward and look at something pretty right now because otherwise <laughs> I, I just want to go and kill myself. I know. You know. It's <laughs> and, crazy. And even it, and, and that's acceptable. That's the other thing. Is like that's acceptable. But if I have a personal problem and I put it out there, there should be social media for I? that. I know. I'm always posting it's crazy Twitter. shit on Facebook. <laughs> oh, it's always really weird. Be called Twitter. My Facebook yeah, it's is gone. like I have the most controversial posts, and I'll get like 100, 200, 300, 400 likes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because they're nuts. <laughs> I always put like crazy shit out there. People know me as that. That's you like gotta my find MO. your audience. I'm gonna have to that's add you and see what you post. You yeah, that's my MO. It's like just like, crazy shit. You have <laughs> to. You have and to. And I put love that. seeing like other people argue under me. And I'm like, oh, look what I created. You just. And I just like sit there and like watch it, laugh, like success. Oh yeah, we'll do it. And then next, you know, they're arguing their little subtitle, their little sub comments, and then <laughs> these comments are going mainstream comments, and then. There's some comments and it just it just takes off its own life. Like it's a, beautiful, like yeah. a tree with its roots yeah. and it just goes. <laughs> you can you can you can say a lot about a person with everything that they post nowadays. So uh, I'm always venting on there, dude. I'm always just like, yeah, fuck boom, it. dude. I'm like, here, that's what you get. I'm sick of looking at all these posts. Like today, I walked my dog and he was so cute when he like licked the other dog. And I'm like, shut <laughs> up, dude. I don't care, man. You know, <laughs> like, I prefer animals too, to kids. I do too. They start posting I do shit too. about their kids. And I love my friends, and they have cute kids. But sometimes Isn't some of them weird? are just like, dude, stop fucking rubbing in my face. They're Isn't not rubbing weird to like look care. at someone's kids. Well, I know they're not, but it's like, well, what's the point? Because <laughs> no, they're happy about their children. Uh, no, but here's what's weird. When you look at dog. someone, like I have like, okay, I have like the, <laughs> the 5,000 friend thing, right? Yeah. And I look at, and sometimes I go down my post, and I'm like, I don't know you. I don't know you. I, whose kids are those? Who's get, like, isn't it weird? Like, we post pictures of, yeah. like, shit that, like, like it'd be like, like I'm not stuff. asking to go look at your photo album at your house, right. dude. Right, You know, but people, people just pump that shit out yeah. there, and it's like, nah, dude, your kids aren't cute. <laughs> nah, dude, sorry. They're ugly, they you stink. Know, I mean, sorry, your kids ain't cute. Sorry, your your wife ain't that hot, dude. You're you're kind of a dork. Forcing it. Down <laughs> down, like, like, you know what I mean, dude? Like, honestly, that's what I'm thinking. About. And then, like, but everyone's blissfully happy. No, you know which ones, aside from the kids, it's the religious posts. Oh, I, get that. I see those too. Oh, God. Yeah. I've been doing that too with my, with my Buddhism and my nihilism. Your nihilism. Yeah, but that's cool. That's okay. It's more understandable <laughs> than when like you have a the middle of the road, the yeah universe. an image of a butterfly and just giving you this religious shit, and you're just like, wow, I wonder how depressed this person is to yeah. be posting this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like it's not for me. It was actually for themselves. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I used to post everything from aliens to like just random shit. <laughs> quantum physics. Nice. Uh, I like, those. like like I go off. To the far deep end, but you know what I was noticing? People can't keep up with that yeah, shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. People are like, 
hey, bro, have you ever accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior? And like, I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, okay, so let me reel it in. Let me reel it in so you can understand <laughs> what I'm talking about. I was just going off onto the I like to look at God at a scientific level yeah, and like yeah. go off into that part. He's All also right, doing that? Let me go down to your <laughs> symbology. And let me just woo, dumb myself down for you, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not it's true. It's I like, know. that you doesn't take win. away that I don't believe in Jesus Christ, but right. I have a different understanding right. Right. on how I believe in it. So, what is your pet peeve? What pisses you off? Aside from people really, doing this so shit many. on Facebook and Trump and shit like that. What pisses me off, man. Yeah. People hmm. that talk down to me. That talk down? Yeah, that talk down to me, like like kind of demand or like uh, um, tell me what to do without asking. Or like, like here's order advice. me. Order me to do something. I'm like, bitch, do you know that I used to knock... You know what I mean? I'm just kind of like, I, I don't like that. You know, I, I'm very hard on like, like I could have never served in the military, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I could have never done that. Like I, I have a very hard time with like, just accepting, you know, like talk to me as your equal. Yeah. Don't talk yeah. to me as someone that's lower than you. Here's the command. Yeah. Why? Well, just do it. Yeah. I, don't know I about can that. never do that. Like I have friends and I give them props that served in the military, but mm-hmm. I can never do it. I mean, I, I look at that stuff as, I mean, I look at the world as such a different terrestrial plane. Like, I look at it like, you can't tell me, like, to do something. And who are you? Like, just because you have a ranking, you're going <laughs> to tell me that. I'm just like, no, I'm not with it, man. Cool. I understand that completely. I like him. Yeah. <laughs> what other questions do we have here? We have a bunch of them. What do you do when you get yeah, drunk? Yeah, what do you do when you get drunk? Almost getting killed. Very promiscuous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, you can find them at Facebook. By the way. You can uh, find them at Black Market uh, right no, now. I'm just, uh, <laughs> very opinionated. I don't know. I just have a good time when I'm drunk, man. I just like to have a good time. I don't like to, like a lot of people, oh, you're a fighter. You like to fight. I'm like, no, I don't. I hate fighting. In fact, I don't want to ever fight again. <laughs> Seriously, man. I just don't want to do it anymore. Do you feel that it was something that your dad took you to the ring? Okay, now you're going to learn how to defend yourself, and you started getting good at it. And yeah, then and that's I felt kind of like I owed up, it to him. But you, know, you ended up doing it because you were good at it, but not necessarily what you wanted to I do I was in too life. good for my own good. Uh-huh. In other words, I didn't really enjoy it, ever. Yeah. It was just something I did, but at the <clears> same time, it was something that was like... I didn't were really, you really I doing really, it for yourself? I don't know. I look back now, and I'm like, was I? I don't know. I don't think so. I knew I was doing it to get out of, like, to run from something. Mm-hmm. But what was I running from? I don't mm-hmm. know. So these are things that Girls I need to sort of... beating you up in the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was, like, a subconscious thing that I don't know what I was running from. Dude. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Like, I have to still go back and take care of that. Uh, I don't that know. Out. I still haven't seen a therapist since I got stabbed. Since I was almost murdered. Even after my crazy <clears> career, <throat> I still haven't seen anybody. I haven't seen a counselor nobody. I need to. I really need mm-hmm. to. You know, yeah, I, I think really it makes sense to like delve into that and figure out what your I issues are. I got to, yeah. man. Yeah. I got to yeah. because something, you know, I think you'd, I think you'd answer a lot of questions for me. Figure out your secret motivations. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, but you got to do it for yourself. Yeah. Just yeah. just to find yeah. out. Understand who yourself. Yeah. yeah. I have a lot of questions that I need to answer, dude. I'll be honest. Like a lot of questions I need to answer, yeah. man. 
Yeah, I think it should be normalized. People should be okay with trying to find out what's up with them. Well, what is normal? N- normal is a fake illusion. It doesn't. It's not real. Like, look, my dad always what says. What is normal? My dad always says there's a <clears throat> spectrum, right? And it's a bell curve. Yeah. Normal is anything inside this bell, bell curve, right? And then people that are fucking nuts <laughs> are out here, right? But so everybody's outside. Who are they? Who are they? But then there's a spectrum for them too. Yeah. <clears throat> so Who's then they're on a bell curve that's even wider <laughs> yeah. spectrum. So it keeps going. Just bells, I mean? and it's bells and bells like, and bells all the way down. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just, I mean. And then, like, you know, the bell curve doesn't just, like, come about naturally. Like, it's there's a hand in creating that bell curve, like, of what is normal. It's always moving. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing that I did learn, dude, is that every time I accomplished something, like boxing, like, I was 36 and I would say, every time I won a fight, I thought it was going to mean something. Mm-hmm. In the end, it didn't mean shit. I mean, was it worth all the recognition, all the no, money, all the I stuff mean, that you got? No, I mean, it's just a memory now. It's just a memory now. Yeah. I mean, it was just a memory. All of that bullshit of, like, people coming up to me going, hey, man, can I have your autograph? Hey, man, can I take a picture with you? Hey, man. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. At that moment, it was cool. That's why I say life is moments. Yeah. Because yeah. at that moment, it was cool. But now, it's, it's just gone. the past. <clears throat> it's a memory. And, like, it's as good as a memory that I can make up in my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it doesn't really equate to shit. Is, you know? there, is there people that you met back then that you still have? around you because they oh, were that's worth a, that's a good keeping around you know because i mean you're in the a business and, you know it's kind of like the celebrity business yeah. and you never you don't know who your f- real friends are but you meet a lot of people so who are those people that you met back then that you still my friends that were around? with me since i was a kid man those mm-hmm. are the ones that stayed with me the ones that were the ones that that were at my fights and they would come up and tell me like when i fought in mexico city or monterey mexico mm-hmm. and they would be like Hey, man, we flew all the way to Monterrey, Mexico to see you fight, bro. You know we're a real friend, right? You know we're real. I'm like, yeah. And back then, I was like, yeah, you're right. You know, you did fly all the way over here to see me fight. Yeah. But little did I know, they were just, they wanted to, they wanted to ride on the, on the coattails. And they like wanted, wanted to be around the feel parties. Like, yeah, that's why yeah. I was like, like you don't like and, people and that are like, the they're day, like moochers the, all the time. When it was over, just, where know, were they? Where are they? They weren't, they're not yeah. around me, dude. This guy stuck with me. Uh, I have a few other friends that stuck with me. And it was like three or four. Uh-huh. And out of like thirty, yeah. All of a sudden, they're like, "Hey, bro, well, you know, I got a family, dude. I got a family." And like, you had a family when I was fighting, dude. You never, you didn't give right. a shit about them when I was right. fighting, yeah, because because they were I was offering up you. something. Yeah, I was offering something more where yeah. you neglected your family, you piece of shit. Yeah. Now that that's done, you're not around like anymore. You're man. done now. Yeah. You're gone, dude. Yeah. I only have like three or four friends. This guy's one of them. This dude's Dave. loyal right He's here, cool. man. Cheers for you, man. Cheers, to David. Loyal, David. Here's the Dave. 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 This is one of the only guys. Like, if it ever happens in life that I bounce back up and and whatever, this guy's gonna be there and he's gonna be like, he's gonna be like, hey fucker, I told you. Remember, we were like, (laughs) he's gonna know, dude. It's like he was, he was. Am I cussing like way too much? No, 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 You're cussing just enough, dude. You're cussing more than me. I feel good about that because I'm the one that cusses all the time. We need some R-rated people on here. Yeah, we do. No, I'm saying, I'm just Don't saying, be though, like, it was, it was really, like, I saw them scatter like roaches after my They career. do that. People do that, especially not just when you become a celebrity and then you cease to be one or you just decide yeah. not to live that life anymore. Also, in my experience, since I got into this business, since I, you know, started working, People are like, well, you don't have time for it anymore. You think you're the shit because oh, you're in a business. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, It's not dude. about being exactly. the shit. It's, like it's you- not about that. It's just I work. 
Yeah. And it's ironic because especially like my family is like, oh, you gotta be independent and blah blah blah. Now I am, and I'm like, hey, you're like, oh, come on, yeah. I'm yeah. working. You're gonna complain about everything. You wanted me to be independent yeah. and get a job. Only a business. It's just I own a business, and, and it's like, oh, but it's not what we what we <laughs> yeah. wanted you to be or shit like that. And you're just like, wow. I'll be it's honest, just like amazing, all the people that a, you meet and There's another and, like, little uh, saying in boxing. <clears throat> it says, first your speed goes. Your speed. Okay, so mm-hmm. first your speed, then your reflexes, and then your friends. <laughs> <laughs> so it's true, man. I'm going to tell you right now, it's true. Slowly everything goes I'm away. just happy that I can, man, I'm able to still, like, formulate a sentence and not be up <laughs> on, your, on your radio right. show going, <laughs> man, yeah. And you're all like, oh, fuck. <laughs> His brain still works, guys. It's, yeah. It's maybe on half power, but it's still better than most fucking people. Yeah. Do you have a spirit animal? Eagle. Oh. Why the eagle? I can't do a fucking eagle. Okay, I can't do the eagle. No, I wanted to do the 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 Colbert Report eagle. Remember that one? Although I'll be honest with you, like I've been more of a homebody like the last year. Like I don't know why. Sometimes I, you gotta relax and rest I, up. Dude, I don't know what it is. Like I used to always just fly off the seat of my pants and take off to anywhere I wanted to go and like go travel. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, I haven't felt like doing that. I've, just, I've been chilling in El Paso, man, for the last six months, That's and cool. like completely. So you're like, kind of like a hibernating bear. I don't understand what it is right now, dude. That's it's like, fine. There's nothing wrong with coming you're home. You're saving your just, energy. I just kind of lost interest in like oh, in like going oh, to like. Got oh my gosh. No, but that's not for you, David. You know that I'm the sweetie. <laughs> oh. That's actually true, man. Oh. David is about to have cake now. David's having some cake. <laughs> Babe. Yo, funny thing, Cheers. real quick. Uh huh. Pick me up in Vegas. Okay. Uh huh. We go home, and I go, can you stop at Albertsons? <laughs> oh yeah, well, hold on, wait, 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 wait. So he came to stay with me in Vegas, and I was living in Vegas. I had this badass house that Joan Dangerfield, uh-huh. Rodney Dangerfield's wife, bought for me. Oh wow! And so it was a mansion what? up in the Lake Las Vegas in Vegas, and I had like an f- infinity pool that would drop off into oh, the strip. Nice. It was nice. sick. Oh, fucking I call him. I'm like, hey, bro, you want to come and stay with me? I need someone to help me out. <laughs> He's like, I'll be there. He takes a Greyhound bus. So I go pick. Was it the Greyhound bus? Yeah. Or did you drive? Greyhound. Greyhound. So then he comes, I go pick him up, and he comes to my house. He's all like, tell him, dude. Well, what happened? So we get there. And uh, we're getting to the give house. Him mic, give him a mic. Give him a mic. Give him a mic. Get close to the mic. You can get Dave, close to the I mic go, over here. So we're getting there, and I go, hey, Dave, I thought you said we were going to live in an exclusive resort. This looked like El Segundo Barrio, bro. Hey, we're just passing through here. And then we get to Lake Las Vegas, and it's funny, man, because we turn. And I look up and I go, what the hell is that, Dave? He goes, oh, that's a waterfall. I'm talking a man-made waterfall. Wow. It was beautiful, man. We had five. That was the entrance into my home. It was sick. It was sick. Her neighbor was Celine Dion. Are you serious? Yeah, Celine Dion used to, like, she was, so we'd have real late parties. And, like, she'd piss her off. (laughs) So she would, like, take a helicopter to her, go to her shows. Right. And she'd fly by her house and be, like, (laughs) like, literally low. Like, real low and, like, piss us off. That is 
And I'd be all hungover. I'd be like, oh, fuck you, Celine. Next I would be like, fuck yeah, I pissed off Celine Dion. You've never seen that woman pissed off. I'm going to listen to two stories. He would like fly her helicopter real close to our house because we'd piss her the fuck off. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. We're pissed off because all of a sudden their wives started eating breakfast on the balcony. Uh, you know why? Because at 5 o'clock, I wake him up so he can start swimming, doing his workout. <laughs> <laughs> I do my underwear, dude. Because <laughs> they were up here and we were down here. Uh-huh. And they were all like, hey. <laughs> Morning, Celine. What a nice view. Like, dude, look how nice the neighbors are, man. Like, they all eat their fruits and vegetables. Like, well, wow. did you ever get to meet her and at least say hi, neighbor? I told her, no, I never no. did. She was always outside grazing. <laughs> <laughs> she was wild. <laughs> but no, one time I was like, I told the other night, I think the joke got back to her. I was like, so Celine Dion walks into a bar. Bartender says, why the long face? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I told that to the dude that always talks to her. I think he told her, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, she knew I didn't like her, man. I mean, I, I didn't care for her. I was just like, whatever. She's annoying. You neighbors, bad neighbors. Neighbors. Yes. We this guy had all the dirt shit He's in the we chapter of my book, by the way, this guy. Okay. We were filming, they were filming uh, a reality uh, show. A reality show. And all of a sudden, man. They never took off, but they were girl filmed. hanging on to him, and I grabbed her, and I pulled her, and he goes, no, no, no. So, okay. And <laughs> another girl comes up. Uh-huh. And she is oriental. And I'm like, no. And she's like, no. I said, no, no. And I was like, I'm with her. I said, I don't care. That's my man. I got to take care of him. You need to step back. Anyway, to make a long story short, we end up at the house and she keeps at at the, oh. at the club. She kept asking me, who's going to take care of me? I said, who's going to no take, who's gonna take yeah, care of me? She's telling him, like, yeah. so Bitch, who's going to take care of me? You well, you get it. You get, See, you, okay, it. well, he didn't get it. He was oh. like, he's like, no, we'll take care of you. Don't worry, baby. Don't worry. And she was like, um, no, um, but who's um, going to take care of me? And he's like, I got you. It's a nice house. We're friendly. We're good people. Just come over. We're going to have a good time. She's like, so... Right, so the girl goes back with me, and I'm with her, and I sleep with her in the room. <laughs> oh, and this no. guy is outside with her, and I'm like, oh, cool. Maybe no, no, David's getting some, you know? I'm making them breakfast by this time. <laughs> That's nice of you. I'm making them breakfast by this time. And she's like, who's going to take care of me? And I said, what's your problem, ma'am? I said, look, I'm loaded. Nobody's going to hurt you. And then she goes, oh, my God. You don't get it, do you? I said, get what? Who's going to pay me? <gasps> Is he going to pay me? And I go, go ask, because I know. You don't ask him. No. She walks into the bedroom. She comes back all scared. I said, what happened? Well, uh, uh, he didn't know. They're, they're in there and just, I didn't know how to ask. <laughs> I didn't know how but to ask? The other girl asked. Oh, the Jesus. other girl asked. And Dave goes, Whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. How much you charge? 150. No, 1500. And Dave goes, So you owe me 1500. And she goes, What? I charge 3000. And they were pissed. That's a true story. That is awesome. And they're like, I can't believe this. They came running out with their purses and shit all pissed off. And I'm like, Yeah. That is awesome. I just charge more than you. What are you mad about? So you owe me 15? <laughs> 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 you should, should be 
with me at the same time. And that, that way you break even. You know, exactly. That was the only comeback I could go back with. I was like, oh, Dude, really? That, I owe you. One. That's perfect. I wow. worked great, man. Because how do you, I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I got another good one. <laughs> All right. Come over. One more. We had walkie-talkies. Yeah, he there you go. Beep, yeah, give me the mic. And I would run up. Dave, time to get up. Time to train. You, time to leave. Bye-bye, girl. <laughs> what? Yeah, get out of here now. Really? Is he serious, Dave? He's my trainer. You gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go. Get out. Oh, Jesus, we're revealing way too much of this show. Sorry. That is that. awesome. My God, these stories are awesome. Oh, boy. Sorry these are great, great fucking stories, dude. That's what trainers are for. Yeah. Everyone needs a trainer. Right. <laughs> so let me ask, on okay. what occasion do you lie? Everybody lies. I know fun. everybody lies, but do you have, like, you know, a certain occasion where you just... When you have to. When you have when to you lie. When you feel that you... You remember exactly, like... 3,000, you owe me 1,500. Uh, yeah, well, that's one of them. I mean, I like, I, I like to lie for shock value. Like, I like to, like, okay, like that story. Yeah. That was bullshit that I came up with just to see their faces and be like, look, get them pissed off and leave. See right? how they react, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that, I don't that's a good lie for I don't shits really, and giggles. Yeah, I do it for shits and giggles. I don't really, and I'll just kick back and I'll, or I'll sit back and be like, okay, do they really take me serious? Probably. Like, are they really like they taking this? Like, are they really like, <laughs> oh my God. You know what I mean? So, but I have a hard time being dishonest to people that I care about. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a girl or a, a good friend of mine, like if it's a girl I care about, like, a, like and I want to be good to, mm-hmm. I can't lie to them. And that's the truth. I know that sounds, you know, you're lying right now. <laughs> no, but like if it's a girl that I really care about. I won't lie to them, or if it's a, a friend, a close friend, or a family member, I don't lie to them. Man. I, I, I always keep it honest with them because that's the truest thing you got, man, yeah. is family and mm-hmm. your loved ones. Dude. So yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't mess with that. Um, I can attest to that. Yeah, right? I mean, I, 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 yeah. I try to keep it real with, with all my friends, family, mm-hmm. and, and, and girls I care about. or I try to keep it real, man, because um, I want them to do – I believe in karma. Mm-hmm. And I believe if I do that to them, they're going to do it right back to I'm me. I'm just right. a bitch. It is, dude. Yeah. It, it comes right back, I'm man. It's like, <laughs> and, and the only reason I know that is because it's happened to me so many times. But I'm like, yeah. oh, I remember doing that to that person. And now Fucking I come back girl. to me 10 times. Yeah. So I don't, I'd rather not do that. And I'd just rather be truthful. <clears throat> also, in business deals, I try to be as truthful as possible. Because um, I, I don't want... Uh, I don't want any kind of like uh, anything to come back to me yeah. like money wise yeah. to where um, it's, you know what dude I'm God but the most dishonest people I know are good at business right? hell yes <laughs> yeah. Gosh, hell dude. yes you yeah. gotta the be a little bit con men oh I'm dealing at one right now I know oh, yeah. <laughs> oh they suck you fucking oh, dude fucking I am asshole. just getting railed on right now in business like I'm like trying to do so well and it's like yeah. Shit, man. It's like you can't you can't win for being honest. No, like no. no. You try no. to be a good person. You're nice to everybody. You don't want to take advantage. advantage of you. And people fuck you up. And I'm like, what the fuck, asshole? I. That's why. Honestly, I love to gamble because at least that's true <laughs> to me. Yeah. I know what the odds are. Yeah. I know what I'm going to do. And when it's I go a, gamble, I'm like, <clears throat> that's whatever. an honest loss. See what happens right you now. You know the old the odds going in. Yeah. And you know exactly. But yeah. when you have someone yeah, deceiving you. Fuck. You're like you piece of shit, dude. That's when I want to like kick their ass. I'm like, 
So Seriously. what's the difference between you taking my money and me beating your face in? <laughs> it's the same, personally. Like, right. would you like, like to like... go to Chicago and take care of somebody? Ooh, sure. <laughs> Let's, talk about, Monday. Let's talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, that guy doesn't listen to this podcast. Or I he's, fucking hope he he's does because he's a fucking asshole. Dave, very scary. Right Better be fucking. Can you give me one more? Ask the bartender. Can I get? Oh, he's the one that's it. Come on, Alex. Just like Alex is just so serious. Alex right is now. in charge. Alex he's is in charge. Bullshit Alex podcast. Bullshit podcast. What am I gonna get out of it? You gotta clean this shit up. He's all come on. Uh, he's a good guy though. He is a good guy. But yeah. Do we, I think we're done with the questions? Do you have questions? any other questions? Do you have any questions? Uh, no, I actually Sometimes don't. I we think turn we it talked around. about everything. I can't believe how much we talked about. Oh, so much. It's and I'm really sure we fun. could go on, but. 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 But I do get the other drink, right? You are going to get the other <laughs> drink. So, okay, again, we have been talking again, yeah. with David Nino Rodriguez. He's got a book out called When the Lights Go Out. Go get it, people. I'm, I'm already intrigued. Um, if if you like listening to the podcast, I'm sure you're going to love his writing. It's pretty raw. If you, yeah. El Paso Native uh, from... El Paso. El Paso. Paso yeah. El Paso from the east side. Oh, my God. There's actually a little blurb from Jim Caviezel. Yeah, that's how I yeah. knew that. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> that's really cool. <laughs> and then I asked I, I also added someone from locally, Bill Knight, who does the sports writing here in El Paso. Oh, yeah. Bill Knight. Yeah. yeah. Sports writer. David yeah. has had a lot of big knockouts, and this book may be his biggest knockout yet. I think oh. that might be true. God damn. Nice. Pick this up. Support local is another way to support local. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If your kid needs some inspiring, you know, if you are from... Oh, let me throw something out there. Do it. Yeah, yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, go, go for it. it. March 4th, I'm going to be in San Antonio uh, doing a book signing at the uh, weight loss clinic. And I forgot the address. Wow. But that's okay because I'm just doing You forgot right the address in Amsterdam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And then uh, March 18th, I'm doing the Stars and Chefs. Uh March 18th, Stars and Chefs here in El Paso. It's kind of a. I think they have a pretty big. They promote it pretty well. It's a pretty big deal out here. Yeah, Stars I and think. Chefs. I think. Where uh, is that gonna old, be at? Old, it's on Mill Street. Uh, Norb- it's on Mill Street. I know Norbert's that. gonna be part of it. I think. I Norbert think posted, is gonna yeah. be one of the chefs. I think so. We'll okay. make sure to post about that. Remind yeah. everybody. We got Stars and Chefs, and then maybe we can April, get into that. And, and in terms yeah, of date yet to be determined. <coughs> I'll be I'll be doing a book signing as well in April. In Houston at an Italian restaurant, and that's to be determined. You can check out my Facebook, David Nino Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. I'll have it there. Um, as well as my website, ninostrong.com, ninostrong.com. And, uh, yeah, so it was a pleasure to be on the show, guys. I love I love being on. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you for coming. Oh, thank, thank you, you for agreeing to do it. And, and I'm sorry I yeah. have well, such no, horrible language. No, don't be sorry. No, no, no regrets. Gr- no yeah. regrets here. You know, we need inspiring conversations and like funny conversations. We want we want the pa- El Paso to be in the map yeah. and people like you is. Yeah, you, know, you guys are happen, helping. Right? I'll tell you what, it's hard to put this place on the map. It right? is People very don't hard. Don't want to give it a chance. Right? Nobody wants yeah. to give it a chance. I know. But every time I go out of like California or anywhere on the east coast of Texas, everyone's like, what? El Paso is that like Mexico? <laughs> Isn't that New Mexico? Like, where's oh, ooh, El Paso? I'm like, dude, give it a chance. It's a good yeah. place. It's, it's a, a good place. place. It has a lot of good people, a lot yeah. of potential. Yeah, it does. Hard-working people. It does. Very it's just I think people, the problem so. is with El Paso is that people need to start learning to work together. Yep. And, like, there make this go. place yes. a worthwhile city if we work together. Yeah. Other cities work together. Yeah. I think that's something that El Paso needs to learn is, like, working together is not just – 
you have to support what you have here, what yeah. is local, and that's why we keep pushing it because Racing it's like, time. oh yeah, 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 exactly, and you know, stop, you know, supporting those corporations. I know that Applebee's has a twenty dollar deal, but you know what? In the end, you end up paying fifty dollars that you yeah. could have paid at another place that is local. You help, you know, the revenue food. stays here. Keep the morning you help other people. You know, they buy their groceries locally, they buy all the products locally, and Applebee's doesn't. So, I agree you know, I agree that's what you have to do here. Yeah. You know, instead, Cheers, of, guys. instead of hating, you know, Cheers. just, just grow In together. In the Drinker Studio, great podcast. Thank, thank, thank you, you so guys. much. No, thank you, Nino. Thank you. And thank Baby. you to Farron for, for, she's the one that, that mentioned yeah, thank you, made it happen. that she, yeah, we should have you here. Brought so us she together. stopped by, she had to go back to work. If you can recommend someone for us to interview, let us know. You can email us at insidethedrinkerstudio at gmail.com. I have a friend that's schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I know this person already. <laughs> I mean, it'd be great to have you to show you how to switch topics constantly. <laughs> you, can, you can message us on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying they could be yeah. the greatest guests ever. Follow Think us on Instagram. The, box, guys. the greatest, yeah. the, the best guests ever. <laughs> yes. With one person. How many assists? Yeah. So thank you very much. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Check out our page. Uh, we still haven't had a web page yet. It's happening. It's going to happen. I'm going to email Juan with the account. Yeah. It's the whole polarity switch in the world that we're yeah. taking a little bit. You know, Trump's been holding me that's back, man. <laughs> very, that's a very good point right there, actually, yeah. the polarity switch. Yeah. Get ready, guys. Get ready. That you even, I promise you. Yeah. It's yeah. happening. Yeah. It has happened before. It's going to happen again. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's do it. Look, ready. Look, ready. Look, if it really happens and I do see another <laughs> planet coming behind the sun and it happens, I'm going to get a lawn chair and an 18-pack. <laughs> See, it happened. And Enjoy. I'm going to be like, ah, let's watch this go down, and then soon I'll be out of it. So. I'm just going to call Richard Branson. You know, I'm sure he's prepared for this shit. <laughs> if you're, if you're going to prepare Sir for the Richard apocalypse, Branson. you can fill growlers at Tin Man. At Eloise, I think, possibly? No, no not Eloise. 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 They have the same no. license. They have the same license. But, uh, no. You can get it at Tin Man. You Come can get it at Rulies. Come on ground, Rudy's. Um, Support all these people. They're our friends. We're all friends here. Racing time. Yeah. So. Thank you for listening. We love you, El Paso. Mean it. So hard to plant the seed of reform. To set my sights on defeating the storm. So I. Did.